Always with friends. Hope community, how's it going? So glad to have you with us here this week. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, please hit the like button. Let's hit the share button. Let's get this message of hope out as far as we can. Send it to your friends, your neighbors. Send it to those in your family. Send it to anyone that needs a good old dose of hope today. Let's send this out. And if it's your first time, hey, Welcome. We're so glad that you're here. Uh, we want you to know that you're valued beyond measure. Uh, we honor you today as an image bearer of the Father, and uh, we thank you for hanging with us. And uh, we have this thing where, um, you know, if it's your first time, guess what? You're part of the family already, and wherever you're at right now, uh, if you're listening to this while you're driving down the road, if you're watching this at home on your TV or on your phone, uh, if you're watching whenever, guess what? That's a hope community. When you when you take some of these things that we've been talking about and some of the things that we uh, share in the comments and, and you take it to heart and it does something and you begin to share those things and add to it, guess what? That's hope community. You're a hope dealer. You're sharing those things and we're seeing um, changes happening in our surrounding areas and the places that we come into contact with. So, so glad and so, so awesome that, that you're hanging with us today. Uh, we have been talking in this month of October. It's our two-year anniversary month, right? That's cool. Um, but in this two-year anniversary month, I thought we could talk a little bit about starting a Hope Rebellion. That's right, a Hope Rebellion. And I know it sounds a little crazy because you got a positive and a negative there, and, and people kind of cringe when you hear the word rebellion. But I want to tell you a little bit about what we're rebelling against. We're rebelling against the cynicism and the mistrust that seems to be the normalcy in life around us right now. The, the strife, the bitterness, the anger, the, the constant fighting, the constant mistrust. You know, that seems to be what people think is the norm, but it's not. It's like this empire of cynicism has just cropped itself up and not to steal things away from Star Wars, but you got like the Death Star and all these other places trying to, to wipe any, any real normalcy out, any real humanness out. And what we're here to say is this, that normalcy, that reality, that life is actually built on hope. That's where we should live from, not from this idea that that you can't trust anybody not from this idea of of just cynicism and strife and anger and what does that stuff do it all leads to stress and anxiety and depression and those are some serious things that are happening in society around us and for too long the church has ignored those things and we need to look at them head on uh, we don't need to to uh, downplay them. We don't need to say that they're not real. We need to stop with this nonsense of you just keep pressing on and let go, let God. No, God wants us to look at those things that's causing this stress and this anxiety and this depression to happen and actually try to walk in newness or walk in life. And so that's what we're talking about rebelling against, rebelling against the strife and the bitterness and the cynicism and the stuff that just makes us non-human. Because being human is to love your neighbor as yourself. And we learn that from the love that we receive from the Father. And the, one of the biggest steps 
uh, in, the, in, in this life of hope is to understand that the Father's not mad at you. He's not angry. He actually loves you. He actually created you to be who you are. And he fully accepts you right now in this moment. He fully accepts you. So when you understand that and you begin to walk in that and you begin to live from that, things begin to change around you and you start seeing things from hope and not strife and all this other stuff. And so last week we talked about how we weren't going to be afraid to walk in this hope rebellion, but we're going to walk in power, love, and a sound mind. We're going to uh, have this uh, dunamis power that is that is built from agape, this love from the Father that, that gives us the ability to see inside ourselves, see who we really are, and begin to love ourselves for for who we were created to be. All right, we're going to, we're going to be able to stand in that and then. Uh, from a sound mind, from understanding who we are, uh, release good, release life, the, the kenosis love from agape that pours out of us from the Father, we begin to re- release that and we begin to see in all scenarios and all situations the good and in soundness help ourselves and others move forward. So we're not going to be afraid of all this junk anymore, but we're actually going to stand up to it, not in any strength, not in any um, combativeness, but actually stand up to it in love, in agape. And then from the kenosis, from this outpouring of love, we begin to see with a sound mind strategy and next steps to move forward. All right. And so this week, what I want to talk about is uh, from this standpoint of now operating in this power, love, and a sound mind, actually being what Jesus talked about in his Sermon on the Mount. When he said in Matthew 5, starting with verse 14, he said, Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance, for how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's a place where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others, so that the commendable things you do will shine as a light upon them, and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. So check this out, all right? So when we begin to walk in power, love, and a sound mind, and that kenosis begins to flow, what's happening is, is we're being a light like Jesus said like like Jesus was when when it talks about he was the light of the world when it talks about he he began to shine and darkness actually began to understand it's just that, that darkness couldn't understand it but people were were coming to light they were beginning to understand they are stepping out of their ignorance or they were stepping out of their um uh complacency or stepping out of their um strife and their anger and their bitterness and they were coming into light coming into life, coming into hope. And so he then tells us that we're to be that same light, okay? That that when we begin to love our neighbors as we love ourselves and we begin to um, actually walk with them and talk and share from this place of hope, what happens is, is they begin to see themselves as the Father sees them, right? 
how just how we've encountered this, they begin to encounter that. When we just be us, this is the be light. That's who we are. When we just be us in front of them, it creates a a comfortable atmosphere when they can let their guard down and be themselves and just talk. And when that begins to happen, the light begins to shine. They begin to notice some things that, that, you know, really isn't them. And then they, they start to let go of some of that stuff or have conversations and how to change, right? Or uh, conversations on how to, to, to walk in the good and do things from a new perspective, see things from trust and not cynicism, see things from actual peace and not strife, to actually talk, to actually see each other's differences and actually uh, celebrate them instead of tearing each other down. See, a hope rebellion, uh, a, a life of hope, begins to spread like wildfire when we first start with ourselves and just be ourselves, be who we are, and that light begins to shine and folks can feel free to be themselves, something begins to happen. And the good things, the things that happen in those moments, people begin to recognize that that's the Father. Because you're showing love, because you're showing hope, because you're sharing this with them, what happens is they go, oh, wait a second. Um, maybe this God that I've been taught about my entire life that's angry and, and wants to strike me down with a bolt of lightning because I've done certain things, maybe that's not how he really is. Because I see you and you're just yourself and, and I hear you talking about these things and, and I hear you, you know, just wanting to share life with me, be a good human with me, be just a good neighbor. Uh, maybe there's something that I missed from the past. That's what's really happening. This hope that we have and we share, people actually see the image of the Father. That's just us being us. And so my encouragement for you today is be the light. Be that light that shines in the ignorance, that shines in the moments of cynicism and and stress and strife. Be the light. Be the good. Be uh, be the one that brings things from a different perspective. Bring, be the one that brings the love in these moments. Be the one that brings the hope in these moments so people can actually see for themselves. So they can actually open up dialogue and talk. That we can actually be, what I'm starting to, to see is we can actually be human with one another. Be actually how we were created to be. I'm not saying this is going to be an easy job. It's going to be hard because, I mean, even in the last two weeks, it's been nuts, right? There's been so much crazy stuff going on. And, and people who are in leadership who we're supposed to be able to look up to are basically living this life of cynicism and mistrust and even speaking untruths out there, trying to confuse people and, and cause strife and anger and bitterness. It's crazy. And so many times the church has put their trust in so many other things like government and businesses and whatever you want to call it, the seven mountains of culture. We put our trust in so many other things rather than the simplicity of what Jesus taught and how Jesus lived his life. And more importantly, 
the Father that Jesus showed, the one of love, the one of hope, the one that accepts people for who they are. <laughs> that simple message is such a huge light. And then when we, when we just be that and do that, man, hope begins to spring. And I'm just going to be honest with you right now. Hope needs us. Love needs us. Hope and love and life needs you to be you right now. Because what's the message that's being spoken in so many places from, it seems like, loudspeakers is, go be this, go be this, right? Go be this political party, go be uh, this group of people, or go act like this. When really what we should be saying is, hey, can you just be you? It takes a lot of strength to be you, the real you. And so hope dealer, hope dealer, find the strength, the power, the love, and the sound mind to be you. And then you just go be it. And watch what happens. Watch the atmosphere change. When you walk in that love and, and, and you just simply be you and you open up a space for someone else, to, your neighbor, your someone in your family, your friend, for them just to be them, watch the conversation that begins to happen. Because folks are no longer afraid to share ideas and thoughts and even uh, talk, even through differences. Watch what happens. See, when I look at the Sermon on the Mount and the parables that Jesus taught after you know those messages, and then even some of the crazy miracles that happen. Uh, when you want to, when you ask me, you know, what's the Hope Rebellion about? What's the manifesto of the Hope Rebellion? Really, it's 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 the teachings of of Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount, the the parables, the miracles that you see, because in all those places, Jesus is pointing to the Father, and His heart is He loves you. I'm showing you that love by what I'm teaching and what I'm talking about. I'm showing you that this is where this starts. You've got you, you to find out that you're created in His image and that He loves you. And from that spot, when you begin to see and love yourself, and you begin to share that and love your neighbor, what happens is you do things differently because you start seeing things from the good and not from the cynical, not from the place of strife and bitterness. You start acting different. You actually start being human with one another. So, man, I hope this helped today. I hope, hope you're challenged uh, in this, and I hope it, it gives you some, you know, some thoughts, but I hope it brings you life. I hope you understand that, really, Father wants you to be you. He accepts you right where you're at, and he wants to walk with you. He wants you to learn how to love yourself. And from that place, what's going to happen is, is you're going to find yourself loving other people. Because you're going to start seeing them the way the Father sees them. And you're going to be able to share hope. You're going to be able to share the light and love. Man, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, if you haven't checked out 
our website, wearehopecommunity.com. Please go do so. Check it out. There's a ton of resources there. Uh, there's stuff for kids and, and young hope dealers and, 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 and some podcasts and blogs. There's all kinds of good stuff. So check that out. Um, I also want to tell you that this Tuesday is the dwelling. We do those every other week. And uh, uh, this one coming up is going to be awesome because we're talking about chapter three and four from this book. Learning to Walk in the Dark by Barbara Brown Taylor. Man, we've done the introduction. We've done the first two chapters. You can go back and watch that to prepare yourself. Uh, we've put up some links to where if you want to get this book, you can. Um, but man, we're going to be talking about chapters three and four. It's awesome. And I just want to encourage you, if you feel like you're in a place where you just feel lost, you feel like you don't know what's up from down or left from right, you just feel like you're just in a dark spot, well, guess what? <laughs> This is a good thing to tune into because we're going to talk about how to learn to walk in those dark places. We're going to learn not to be afraid of the dark. We're going to learn that actually there's not a moment, there's not a season, there's not anything where the Father's not involved in and not walking with you in. So it might seem dark, it might seem like you're lost, but guess what? The Father's there in the midst of all of it. There's a lot of awesome lessons we can learn in moments like this. So if that's how you feel or if you, if you don't feel like that and you just want to hop in and join in on the conversation, come and hang out with us this Tuesday, 7 p.m., right on Facebook. It's live. It's the dwelling. And seriously, you need to hear some of the things that, that Lindsay's been bringing up. It's, it's so good. Uh, there's some times where I just kind of shut up and let her talk because it's, it's just really good. Um, just good stuff. So come and hang out with us Tuesday at 7. Other than that, guys, thank you for hanging out. I just want you to know that we see you. We see you and we value you beyond measure. And you found a place of acceptance here. Um, you found a place that you can call home. You found a place that you can hang out with uh, like-minded people. So thank you for hanging with us. Uh, we'll see you guys Tuesday night at 7.